Okay. So, three, two. <laughs> I don't know what the count. I don't, I don't know what the countdown does. Like, is yeah, it, like, like there's some camera crew, or as if there's like an editor behind the scenes who's like making it all sync up. He's like, all right, okay, three, two, one. I feel like at the end you should be like, thanks to our producer, us, and our <laughs> researching, us. The, yeah. All right. So, um, all right. Well, we're really off to a fantastic start here. So, um. Welcome, everyone, to the very first episode of Friendship and a Two Friends podcast. My name is Kenny, am I, and I am here with Malcolm, my co-host. Say hello, Malcolm. Hey, how are you, man? <laughs> I'm doing really good. So we're really yeah. excited to get this podcast off the ground to record this first episode of Friendship and. So... By way of introduction, we'll say a little bit about ourselves and then what we're doing here with this podcast, and then we'll uh, we'll jump right into a topic, so that way you'll get a feel for what we'll be doing here every week. So uh, I guess, Malcolm, do you want to go first, introduce everyone to you? Sure, yeah. Well, my name is Malcolm, mm. as you may have guessed. Uh, uh, Kenny and I, and we'll probably speak to this more uh, obviously throughout the podcast, but Kenny and I, our bonds of friendship grew strong in college. We uh, we experienced the dorm life together for uh, a couple of years, and uh, it led us to form a band called Two Friends uh, that, uh, in its prime, and still on some level, uh, write songs about the human condition. Trailblazers. Trailblazers. Yeah, th- those are those are just yeah. a couple of the words that we use <laughs> to describe ourselves. Uh, <laughs> but uh, yeah, so we were in a band, and uh, now we're now we're trying to spread the message of friendship uh, through this podcast. We're trying and to so, get together. It's not, and it's not, and I know you'll speak to this. The last thing I'll say, I, and and you've said this before, and I agree with you when we were talking about this. It's, this is not a self help. This is not like listen to this to find out how to become a better friend. This is more like just sort of two people that are really good friends talking about topics that interest them and learning more about what friendship really means. Sure. And I think um, if, I, if I can jump in here that it's not just us talking about these topics. I think one of the things we want to explore in this podcast is uh, just how multifaceted friendship is. And no matter how corny that that kind of sounds, um, Malcolm and I's friendship really has been built on that in this kind of odd and unusual way. Because this band that Malcolm was talking about, um, it was was a strange mix of songs that were meant to be silly and also songs that were meant to be kind of serious. Like, I I don't think we ever quite got the right ratio that we were looking for. But but those songs, um, both tongue-in-cheek and sometimes more serious than we'd probably like to admit, we're, uh, we're often about our lives as friends and our lives as, uh, as, as, you know, as college students at the time. And then we've continued doing, you know, strange things every now and then since then. So the idea of the podcast is to sort of build on this kind of unusual project that we've already started to a certain degree. Um, and so this becomes more pressing now because we are no longer in the same place like we were whenever we uh, whenever we had that band. We were both very far apart. Malcolm 
is in North Dakota. Um, yeah. We, we, we are trying to keep some things about ourselves anonymous, but, <laughs> but we, but I think we're just going to accidentally say those in the course of the podcast anyway. So, yeah. so it's, yeah. so we can probably just give out our addresses now and cut out the middleman. Right. But, but, um, but so Malcolm lives in North Dakota and I live in Alaska. And so we are, we're separated by distance. And so we don't, uh, you know, we certainly don't talk as much as we did back then. And our friendship has entered into uh, a different, a different sort of dimension. Now it's not necessarily better, yeah. better or worse. Um, it's just something, something different. And maybe this distance uh, sort of gives us more space to actually talk about these things, you know, because it's not just the sort of boring everyday details that we're involved with now. It's, you know, we, we don't we don't talk nearly as much as we did. So there's maybe more space to actually facilitate these kind of conversations. Does that make sense, Malcolm? Or am I just rambling? It does make sense. And I think another thing to maybe keep in mind as we go through this podcast uh, that I, I actually think makes the podcast a little bit more relevant to us when we talk about friendship, too, at least for me, is neither one of us are in a, living in a place with family or with a really established uh, social group. So uh, we have both moved to our respective places just in the last few years of our lives, which means that not only are we learning how our friendship sort of, like you said, is entering into a new phase, but also all of our friendships are, are new or sort of entering that new phase. So I think that's really interesting too, that, that I don't have you know, I can't speak for you, but I would imagine this is the same. I don't have anyone here in North Dakota who has been like, oh, that's a lifetime friend that I see for lunch every – you know what I mean? Like it's sure. Just, oh, it's the nature of changing and growing up. Um, and so that would be another sort of interesting facet to this. Yeah, so there's there's a couple of different, different sort of maybe larger overarching themes that will probably keep coming up in different dimensions as we go through all our individual topics, which the idea of these topics is we don't – they're not necessarily going to be weighty every week, you know, like sometimes it could just be some weird topic that's maybe in the news that happens to overlap, um, overlap with what we're talking about. But but there are some big things that keep coming up. I think the idea of um, the distance uh, and uh, maybe that goes with the distance between friends. Also, the idea of what do friendships even look like now that you're not living in the same dorm? How do you maintain friendships and how do you, uh, you know, how do those morph as you get older? And also, I know we've talked about this before, but uh, there's also the idea of, you know, what what does a what do male friendships look like in 2016? Um, we're at a time where, you know, for for better or worse, people are rethinking what it what it means to be just certain overarching identities. Um, and so it's interesting. Uh, I think we all we both bring our own unique perspective to that argument as well. And so, um, and so I imagine that will probably be a recurring topic as well. Friendship, by and large, is an underrepresented topic in our culture. Uh, like uh -huh. you said, especially, especially sort of male friendships. But, you know, we just don't, the reason our band was formed is because you don't hear songs about two bros just chilling and <laughs> Hanging out, you know? well, let's, let's 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 not give that too much of like an ideological project that we were working on. Like I don't think. I don't, no, we were I, speaking. We were speaking to people's souls. Kenny. We were we were giving a voice to someone. That's for sure. I'm not sure how productive any uh, how productive any of that was. But um, 
so yeah but but we are interested in in that you know like like what this friendship looks like but not in like a when i say male friendship like i don't mean that in like a like a weird chess beating way you know like i don't want anyone to be right. immediately sort of turned off or weird out by that um but uh but yeah i mean it's something that that will uh that i imagine will keep coming back to as well um, i think people have a vision of male friendship as being like two dudes fixing their car in the garage or getting the, like hitting the gym and if that's your thought of male friendship, <laughs> this podcast the, is gonna be a real gym. bummer yeah, this if if that's what you expect from this podcast, you are going to be sorely disappointed because yeah, that was interesting. Uh, I I read a uh, in the in the Anchorage paper today. They had an opinion piece where it was oh, bit, we know it, we know he's in Anchorage, not just Alaska, but we know he's. I mean, I have I have I have the internet that suggests something, right? <laughs> that that narrows it down <laughs> that narrows it down to like four cities. But mm. um, so in the in the in the paper there was this there's this editorial. And it was it was tongue in cheek. It was meant to be funny, but it was talking about like it was a it was one of those like you know Alaskans are this way, people in the lower forty eight are this way, and like it was like it was it was it was really dumb for the most part. Um, but one of it, but I remember one of them. It called the lower forty eight um, the land of uh, the land of twelve lane highways and skinny jeans. Yeah. <laughs> and like not only is it preposterous to like to sort of make that kind of formulation but i was like you know i got some skinny jeans in my closet <laughs> like that's been my that's that's you know like sometimes there's not a lot to wear so those those get pulled out so so i'm interested too and in, and i think in you're in north dakota too which isn't necessarily you know as you can probably guess from our conversation already like we're not we're not like necessarily going. We're not necessarily lumberjacks, or maybe right. <laughs> is that that's probably like the weirdest way I could describe us as not like not being what we are. Like, yeah, you know, we're not. Um, we have our own specific set of interests that probably tend to the, you know, the more nerdy. Than the, yeah, you know, I would agree with that. I'm really hung up on the 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 idea of a 12 lane highway. I know I'm not from the biggest city down here in the lower 48, <laughs> but. I don't know if I've ever seen a ten lane. <laughs> yeah, like <laughs> I know I've seen eight because I know I've seen four going each way, but twelve would be huge. That is I that, mean, that that's a that's a that's a lot of lanes. Yeah, well, like, yeah. The, well, the rest of it was like, like again, I, it just caught my ear funny. I'm like, man, twelve lanes. That's well, the that's whole thing. The whole thing was kind of insufferable, obviously. Yeah. You know, like like, like another, <laughs> another one was like, you know, like people from the lower 48 have never cleaned eagle poop off their car in the morning. I'm like, well, who, where do you live where that happens? Like, that's never, right. that's, that's like, that's never happened to me in my entire time living here. But it was, um, but anyway, but I'm, but I am interested and in, uh, in the different ways, sort of society, whatever that means, formulates the idea of like, like, like what, what is a guy supposed to be at this current juncture in history and then using that knowledge, how is he then supposed to relate in a healthy way, um, both to other guys in his life, and also, you know, like we both have a ton of friends that are girls as well. So then, how does that? How does how do the things we do then impact those relationships as well? So these are some of the larger things we're going to be talking about. But the way we're going to get into it, which we've kind of suggested, is um, every week we're going to choose a topic or a theme, and then a uh, 
and then sort of just riff on that basically for for a little bit so you know the title of the podcast is friendship and so every week we're going to fill in that blank after and so friendship and fill in relevant topic that we're going to ramble about um (laughs) with with no preparation um for for a while so i say we we've kind of already done it but i have a but i'm gonna propose a topic for this week malcolm if you don't mind yeah i'll just just jump in go for it i wanted to mention one other thing too yeah one of the sort of central conceits here too that i really like is that we're gonna alternate sort of hosting this and the idea is that one of us has sort of chosen the topic and the other person kind of come at it fresh sure so that allows for sort of a mix of one person having maybe a little bit of background information and the other person being able to maybe reflect a little bit more spontaneously which i think is it it, i think it provides a nice balance it does and maybe we should we, we talked about doing this before but before i get into my topic yeah we'll delay it five more minutes let's so what what makes us qualify to talk about friendship besides this dumb band that we talk about as if it was a real thing? Like like what's this like like what like what makes us qualified to do this? Do we have any qualifications that you can think of, Malcolm, or is like the fact that we want to do this enough? In a weird way, the fact that we care this much about talking <laughs> about friendship probably but, makes us more qualified than most, especially most guys, to talk about it because yeah. most bros I know they they don't they're not. They wouldn't be open to talking about friendship on a podcast. And uh, you and I are cut from a different cloth, my friend. <laughs> yeah, I don't. And, uh, we're, we're not ashamed. I, I, you know, we're not. Which I think our lack of shame is our quality. <laughs> yeah, I think the idea is it's like we're not ashamed enough to not do it. Like it's maybe a better way. It's <laughs> maybe a better way to formulate that. That's a good way and, to put it. And we both – um, and, you know, and hopefully we both have – a. I mean, we both like went to college and grad school at different places, and you're you're. I think I can say that you're getting your PhD right now. You don't care that I'm telling yeah. everyone that. So, um, no. so so hopefully we from our various sort of you know things we read or stuff we come across, we can maybe bring a different perspective to it than maybe what you would think sure. of normally. So anyway, so that's that's enough of that. So let's um so let's get into the topic. So for today, very apropos, I believe. Um, let's do the topic of friendship and introductions. All right. So to a certain degree, we've already touched on this and, um, and sort of the way we've approached the, the podcast, but, but introductions, um, and we can sort of go anywhere we want from this. So maybe. Can I, can I, can I start with, with a, yeah. a thought oh, please. on this? Please. Yes. Because this was my, this is the first thought that jumps in my head, especially being someone who. Uh, I am have been in North Dakota only for about three months, two yes. months, uh, two months now. And man, when I think friendship and introduction, the first thing I think is, man, it, the, one of the hardest things in the world is trying to like make new friends. Like it's sort of super awkward to like, like, I mean, obviously I don't go up to somebody and just be like, Hey, I'm Malcolm. I want to be your friend <laughs> because that sounds like I'm going to murder them yeah. later that night. But there is it, it is a very strange thing to try and like sort of introduce yourself to new people as a friend and just be like, hey, man, I know we don't know each other and we may have absolutely nothing in common. 
but let's just try this out. Let's just, let's, I mean, let's get a burger. Yeah, you know? no, it's, you know, especially, I remember when I started grad school, I had the exact same thing too, which the benefit of starting a new school is that luckily while you feel kind of desperate making these introductions and, you know, getting to know people, like everyone else is more or less in the same boat. So you can all like, you all, and then eventually when you get to a point, like you can sort of bond over like how you're in this weird high pressure situation where like you have to make a friend now because after six weeks, like no one wants to meet anyone else. So it's like, like you're like, right. you're, the, the window is closing. Um, but, uh, but so, yeah, I remember that being, that being stressful and having to sort of quickly pick out your people and then hope you did it right. Cause you're kind of stuck with them. Um, but yeah. I, but, but I have found, you know. Right now I'm I'm out of school and, and working a job and I found that like to to sort of meet people outside of your job, like I don't I don't know how human beings do it. Like like a, like occasionally I found people, but um but yeah, like anytime but it's always through like the the weirdest sort of unexpected channels and then you go on these like well, I mean, like dates are the only way to talk about them, right? Like you go on these right. high, like these like high pressure friend dates where you're trying to figure out, like, do you know, like, what would my mom say about them? You know, like, yeah. <laughs> do they, what, you know, what what are the things they like? You know, what what sort of things do they do that I would absolutely hate? Um, and so I, uh, so how important? This is such a banal question, but like, how how important are are sort of first impressions in your friendships whenever whenever you're making them like do you find that they stick with you or are you quick to revise them i'm trying to think of it from two different aspects i'm trying to think of it number one what do i like do i pay attention to first impressions of people but then i also think like what is my first impression like to other people and i feel like i am and this is probably i would imagine this is universal but maybe not I feel like I'm much more concerned with how I come off on my first impression than I am someone else. Like, I feel like I'm pretty open to being like, okay, like, you know, it's, it's very possible that somebody had a bad day the first time I met them. And it turns out they're actually a good human being. I just kind of met them on a crappy day. Cause yeah. I have those. But I'm very aware, like when I'm meeting someone new uh, about how I'm coming off, like I, tr- like one thing I worry a lot about, I, I think that we have a tendency to, worry the most about things obviously like we worry the most about ourselves doing things that we find annoying in other people like that's a pretty obvious statement sure but one of the things i hate the most in other people (laughs) and uh, i'm definitely a home buddy i am not somebody that goes out a whole lot so uh, in general people get on my nerves uh but one thing i really get annoyed with in people is people who like keep talking to you when you clearly like not even that you're upset with them, but you're just like done with this conversation or you're doing other things or you're just not in that space. Yeah. And so I'm hyper aware of like, Oh crap. Was I talking too much? Like, did they not really want to talk to me? Did I say like, was I just, was I annoying them? And I think I'm much more concerned with how I come off as a first impression than I am other people. I think I'm pretty willing to give other people. Yeah. So what's a, I mean, do you have a story? Like, what's a time when you think you've made a bad first impression? Oh, my gosh. Uh, there is – I don't think it happened here in North Dakota yet. And part of that is because I'm still pretty new here and I'm still in that process. Uh-huh. But there was definitely um, – when I started at uh, 
the last company I worked for, I worked there for uh, uh, not quite two years. Mm-hmm. And uh, without getting into too many specifics, there was uh, it. It was sort of a national team, and and uh, you know there were people I worked with in my office, but then I would also be on sort of video calls with other teams. Yeah. And uh, man, there was just this one video call, and I don't know why, but I it was like a video call with just like two other dudes, and I talked. I talked literally the entire time, Ugh. and it was like. I it was almost like an out of body experience, but I couldn't stop myself. Like you felt like, like you felt I, you felt yourself being annoying, but like just couldn't. I I felt myself going, man. If I was them, I would hate. Like I am. Like I talked constantly, like just the entire time. What were you trying and, to? Achieve? Like what were you? What were you? Why were you doing that? I don't. You know, I think part of it is probably nerves. Like I I think that I have a tendency to kind of ramble a little bit when I get nervous. I want to try and talk my way out of it a little bit. Um, and I think, too, that, I mean, at some point, like, I don't know about you, but when I start talking a lot, I then start to talk about why I'm talking so much. Like, I, <laughs> the, I'm the, trying to, like, talk my way out of being embarrassed at how much I talk, which the, is just horrible. The meta-commentary. Um, yeah, I think... Part, I, of it, part of it, too, is that it was sort of an out-of-body experience where I almost, like, couldn't stop myself. Like, for whatever reason, in my head, I'm like, just stop. Like, just let it go uh-huh. and then something would come up and i'd be like well no i have to talk about that it's interesting to hear you say that because i feel like my my default is to just be silent to the point of like creepiness like like i like that like that's <laughs> like that's what that's what i fight against like you know like if i'm on a you know if it's either at work and i'm meeting someone which I don't really want to be their friend necessarily, but like if I'm meeting someone who like I know like I need to be like at least kind of interesting to them, or if I'm like sure. in like one of those high pressure like I need to find a frontier situations, you know this is this is something I ran into, um, especially starting grad school was uh, I would uh, I would just drink way too much before these mixer things, you know, like before I would leave my house, like just to have enough to like go and like do the basic like hi how are you's like i would have to be like already like kind of you know like sparking around the edges and then by the time i like then when you like get into there like of course like you know you have to be drinking something the whole time so you look busy and occupied and like you're not a terribly boring person and so you know so like right so by the end of the night i have um my first like mixers at school i have like i think back on those are some of the things where i think back on them today and like still kind of cringe because i know i was kind of a mess like you know like just you know like it, yeah. it, it worked out in the end but i still have like i can like i have these like couple of lucid moments where i can remember doing stuff it's like oh man i probably looked so dumb and uh yeah and so you know those are the kind of moments but then when you know if it's a situation like at work where i can't be drinking obviously but yeah my tendency is to just like not say anything and hope they will go (laughs) hope they will go away which is like which is which makes it difficult in uh you know when you're outside of school when people aren't necessarily like looking for new people like you know then but do you do you so in the same way that i talk a lot and in the same way that i feel nervous about talking a lot because it's something i find annoying in other people are you do you find yourself being aware of you're being quiet because you find that annoying in other people or do you like respect that in someone else like no, I, I respect I, the fact that that person's not bothering me right now 
it's I mean respect doesn't really factor into it. Like I mean like I think because I'm a naturally quiet person, I think anytime I'm in a situation, like I always kind of have a running tally in my head of like how long each person has been talking. Like do you do, you, <laughs> do, you, do like do you even do that at all? I don't know if like if that's like an idiosyncratic thing. But, I uh, I don't know if I I don't know if I like keep tabs on like like I, I don't know. I definitely notice who talks the most. Like I definitely yeah. sort of keep track of like that person talks the most that person talks the least mm-hmm. everyone else is sort of in the middle and my goal is always to somehow get in the middle like can i somehow not be the person that talks the most usually that's the thing i'm fighting is yeah. can i be the person that didn't talk the most see that's like that's just such a foreign impulse to me you know because i like i i i don't know why and i think this is maybe something i've convinced myself of just because like we have a good way of like pathologizing the things that like aren't our problems if that makes sense so like so like yeah like the fact that i don't naturally trend towards talking a lot then i think i am more annoyed by people who do talk a lot than i should be because i'm like well that that arrogant prick like just you know and like really like it's probably someone just talking a normal amount i'm just like sure that's just not what i do but um but yeah so it's something you know at the again if i'm making new friends but i feel like i'm i'm better if I'm one-on-one, I think I do just fine. Like, like this is – I'm not, like, somebody yeah. who's necessarily, like, crippled with social anxiety. Like, if I'm just talking to someone one-on-one that I've never met before, I think I'm fine. Like, I can usually do pretty well and hopefully not make a huge fool of myself. If I'm in front of a large group, like, this isn't really friendship-related. But if I'm in front of, like, a large group and I know, like, you know, like – 10 plus people are looking at me to deliver some kind of information i do completely fine then i feel completely comfortable like it's that middle ground it's like from like yeah it's from like three to six people where like there's something about that amount which is like just impersonal enough where i feel like i can't really work the space and just large enough where like you know and I don't know what happens but it's but that but that's tough for me so like the small group mixers were like expected to like flow effortlessly from group to group like you know eating your small right. little finger foods or whatever is in this situation like those are those are when I do my worst I, this is probably another topic for another day and so we don't have to get super into this but I am I'm curious just to get your perspective uh-huh. um because another and we'll keep dropping tidbits about ourselves, and I'll just drop this about me you don't have to say anything but I am also married and I have found that I am completely different around friends uh, than I am around my wife. Like I, I'm pretty quiet. Like like if it's just me and my wife at home, mm-hmm. like I or even if we go out, like my wife and I, like we we don't like even if we're I, I'm trying to think how to put this. Even if we're at like a group gathering, like if we're at a big group gathering, like I am much more restrained if my wife is there than if she's not there, and I don't. I don't really know why that is. I think part of it for me is maybe just sort of like, like I said, I think I talk when I'm uncomfortable mm-hmm. and having my wife there sort of makes me comfortable to not talk. But that's, Does that make that, sense? That's interesting. Cause my, I, I don't mean this bad. My memories of you are almost always of you being, you know, like, like I remember, you know, in college you were always like, you know, you would be leading some sort of assembly or like, you know, the black student union dance, you know, like you, like, like you would be, you'd be doing stuff like that. So like some of my defining memories of you are you being really extroverted and talking a lot. Yeah. So, so it's interesting to, to, to hear you say that. 
Right. Well, and there's just something different. And I mean, again, even and you can attest to this because you've hung out with, you know, my wife and I have been like with you and some other friends and, you know, had some fun college nights. But like, like my I, I think what I'm trying to get at is and again, this is a topic for another day. But somehow my relationship with my wife, like I, I don't want to say I'm a completely different person, but it's almost like like that. Like I, I think that there's we all sort of have, I think, sort of different aspects to us. And I think that in a way, like my like that relationship like allows me to sort of be quiet in moments so that then the moments like like that you're talking about where I can go out and be more of an extrovert. I don't know. It's we it's a weird thing. We would have to parse into it in like a full, full like episode because I know I'm taking up way too much time. But which, it, one, which, it, it, which one do you like better? I mean, do you like do you like the loud version of you better or the quiet version of you, or is it like I, I prefer the quiet version of me. I like I said, I'm, I have a paralyzing fear that the talk and 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 I and and I don't I don't really know. I don't have a reason to think this. Like I think like again, like you said, I typically get asked to like host things and I you know, done improv and that kind of thing. And so I certainly don't think that I'm like, like I'm an extrovert and I, I can talk well. I talk good. Me talk pretty, you know, <laughs> yeah. but, uh, but I don't know, like if I'm being honest with you, like I'm probably happiest or feel like most at peace with myself when I'm just sort of quietly with my wife and it doesn't feel, I don't know. All of that kind of feels like a performance to me. Ugh. I don't know. It's kind of weird. We got way off topic talking about me and uh, and my wife. I, I, but all of that to say, I really do think that the, I guess to bring this back to friendship, one thing I find really interesting when we talk about introductions is you mentioned it is a lot like dating where you sort of go on this weird expedition with a friend or like this meetup or whatever. And you, you sort of wonder, like you said, will you know, my parents like them? Do I like them? That kind of thing. But the interesting thing that we haven't touched on yet is, I'm not, I don't want to say I'm wrestling with this right now, but I've wrestled with it in the past, which is how do you break up with a friend? Like, how do you go to a friend and be like, man, you didn't really do anything wrong. This just isn't working. You, like, it's not you, it's me. I can, I think I can, I can honestly <laughs> say I have never wanted to break up with a friend. Like, I don't even really know what that means because it was really? just, like, it's just, I would just stop doing stuff with them. Like it, like yeah, like, well, that, but that's what I mean. That's I guess that's what I mean. Is, is that like I don't know. But even have have you ever had that happen to you? Have you ever had someone just like 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 stop hanging out with you? Like yeah, they I mean, stop reaching out to you or somebody that you wanted to hang out with that stops reaching out. I can say I've almost never wanted to stop hanging out with someone. Like there's been people where I've been like. I've spent too much time around you. And like this often, (laughs) the interesting thing is that often comes at the very beginning of a friendship. I find like often, like there's this, again, much like dating, (laughs) there's like, there's this honeymoon period where like, you know, I remember again, like in either high school or college, or I guess even grade school, like you'd find someone and be like, Oh, like, you know, we, we can be friends. And then you kind of do go to overkill immediately and so then for, like, two weeks, like, it's just everything you do is with this person. And then trying to back – trying to trying to slow down from that is then, uh, then like, kind of a weird exercise and, like, you know, like, really sort of planned out missed calls and, like, unresponded texts. <laughs> just, like – and, you know, like, you slowly wean off of them. But, uh, but no, like, I, I – I'm the kind of person who tends to hang on to friendships for dear life even when – 
it seems like the person doesn't really give a shit anymore. <laughs> like, this is something I've recognized from, <laughs> from all my years of existence, where it's just like, I, I feel bad not talking to people even when I they probably don't really give a shit in re- in return. So like it's so you know I like I've never tried that I can remember. It's like actively end a friendship. Um but there I mean of course there's been times where there's been people who I've like I would like to still do stuff with but then this doesn't really happen anymore because once you're in like college and adults like it's you know like everything's it seems or at least maybe it's just us but like all the people i was friends with then i'm still pretty much friends with now like we do a good job of staying in touch like this is more a problem in like high school when people still had clicks and like popularity was still a thing and you know like sometimes someone would just sort of naturally drift uh to a place to waters where you don't uh you don't roam so that but that was that was that so i have a maybe another quick angle we can talk about this um Uh because we've been talking about introductions like again like sort of nice to meet you style greetings but i'm also interested i I propose this topic also think about introductions as in the importance uh because ideally people will listen to this podcast and then hopefully like it find it interesting maybe find something they can latch on to and then show it to their own friend (laughs) you know have their own friend so i'm also interested in introductions in the way that one friend shows another friend something and how that is this, you know, often friendships are often built with, you know, especially in the beginning with this mortar of like you both finding common interests and then sort of forging these new bonds over, over different things you show to each other. And a lot, and a lot of friendship is this sort of give and take between like, we both like this thing and then I show you something I care about and then like sort of, you know, cross my fingers and hope that you like it too. The classic example in my mind is like YouTube videos, right? <laughs> like that, like that's like, that's, right. just, that's like just one huge sort of, you know, commodity of just like one person showing one person something else. And then, you know, judging that reaction and then sort of working from there. But, um, can, can you, I mean, can you think of a time where a friendship was maybe forged over being introduced to either like something artistic or maybe, um, something else I'm not even thinking about. Oh gosh! Well, you 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 and I uh, have a few different sort of things that we bonded over ourselves. One of which I think we'll probably talk about uh, a little bit, you know, in, in another episode sometime. Which is you introduced me to Bob Dylan in a way that I had not been introduced before. I knew who Bob Dylan was, like I, I wasn't unfamiliar with who he was. Yeah. But you introduced me to like No Direction Home. The uh, the documentary which sort of sparked oh, yeah. our our mutual. I think yeah. we watched that documentary several times together. Yeah. Oh yeah, uh, and so um and so I'm just gonna I'm gonna tear back the veil for a second too. We we've already recorded a friendship and Bob Dylan. This is actually like what this is like the fifth or sixth one we've actually recorded, right? <laughs> right, because we we actually had a first friendship. I don't know why I didn't lead with this. Like I don't know why I'm acting like this is the first time we've ever discussed this stuff. So we actually we <laughs> we, we had a uh, we actually recorded an introductory episode like almost like a, like three weeks to a month ago at this point, and um and then because I was getting used to all the equipment. And of my general stupidity and incompetence, I completely butchered that first recording, and it was just like it completely disappeared from my computer. So we've actually, we've actually, spoiler alert, coming up there will be a Bob Dylan friendship band. So you know. Well, what's say, funny is what's funny is that you just you 
you put me on blast because I was trying to make it sound casual. I'm like, oh, I, think we'll talk, I, I think we'll talk about this later. And they're like, no, we talked about it last night, <laughs> like a week ago. Yeah. But anyway, yeah, we, but to get back to the topic at hand, we talked about how Bob Dylan was something that you and I uh, sort of bonded over do you know, uh, do you know so- in a really cool way. Do you know something that you introduced me to that I'm not sure I've ever given you full credit for? Um, uh, Taylor Swift. And, like, I realize, like, that sounds, like, completely silly. But Taylor Swift was always some – I am an unabashed Taylor Swift fan. Come, <laughs> c- c- come at me, internet. Um, and so I uh, – <laughs> and so I will be a Taylor – I'll be a Swift apologist all day. Um, feel free to send me an email. <laughs> but um, but, uh, but it, she was always one of these people that I kind of just – didn't really think about the same way I don't really, you know, like I'm, I like pop music. I listen to the radio, but it's not necessarily something I sort of expend a lot of mental energy sort of digging through and tracking down. But, uh, but, but you, you always had a, had a healthy love of the sort of, uh, of pop music to a degree that, you know, um, that, that I found interesting. Um, and, uh, and I, and I think Taylor Swift was something where you probably didn't actively, I mean, I'm sure you didn't act. You didn't introduce her to like the first time I heard Taylor Swift wasn't like in your car or something, but um, but but you more introduced me into like taking her seriously as someone who's making music that maybe isn't quite as disposable as I first uh, sure. probably thought it was. Well, and what's funny about that is now I think that the the balance has shifted where you are far more into Taylor Swift now. And not that not that you're like obsessed with her, but like I I have sort of cooled on my <laughs> Taylor Swift. I still enjoy her, but I am not. It's uh, I don't think I'm to the same level that you are it's, anymore. It's it's hard to it's hard to be cool when 1989 is still banging around in my car. You know, <laughs> like that that album that album's that album's out of control. It's so good. It's solid album. But, it, um, it is solid. Uh, but but well, I, I had no idea that I. I helped in the formation of that. I, I I do remember us watching like her live. Gosh, what album would that have been? Fearless? No, it must have been after. Was it Fearless or was it Red? What was there a lot? Li- there was a live. What? I don't remember. I, don't, I don't remember I, this at all. I remember specifically. I want to say I bought it for you, or I just had it. But it was like her live, like, like it was like her live concert. Like it was a live concert DVD. And I remember the one track, and I will admit this is, and this is like a deep, this is like a Taylor Swift deep cut that is probably my favorite, which is live during that like performance. She does a cover of Betty Davis' Eyes, <laughs> and it is so good. Like I, I, I'm not gonna lie to you, if you haven't looked at, look up Taylor. It, those of you listening, look up Taylor Swift Betty Davis' Eyes. Do you remember that? I. I do. I, I remember even more than that. I remember you liking it a whole lot. Oh <laughs> like my that, like I can't what... even. I can't. <laughs> yeah, I'm gonna. I guarantee you, the second this this podcast is done, I'm looking it up on my phone. That yeah. is a gift. There but anyways, are. yeah. So I mean, you and I have bonded over over media and uh, and things like that. Uh, and I, I think that probably, I don't know, I think with every friendship, to me it seems like that's where friendship starts, is, and, and maybe not, you know, like you said, I, I don't know if it, it doesn't start with necessarily introducing someone to something new that changes their life, but it does start with sort of like 
finding this common ground. It does. And, and you introduced me to Bob Dylan, I think pretty early on, like in our sort of friendship early on and when we met. Yeah. And it sort of became this thing where I'm like, okay, I can get into this. And then you were like, all right, I'll get you into this. And that's how we sort of started bonding. And I think that happens with a lot of friendships, you know? Yeah, and so I and I and I think you're definitely right about that. Where I think, you know, sort of step one is often finding enough common interest to even sort of speak a similar language, right? So you have to have enough common interest right away for you to have some, you know, mutual points of contact for you to sort of build a relationship from there. And then after you have those sort of first tentative um, sort of connections made. And then a lot of the rest of the sort of introductory period of a friendship is you filling in the other person um, on things you like, but also, you know, it's things you like so that they can connect with you on a deeper level. Like, like part of your goal is to get both of your mutual interests even more in sync than they already are, you know? So like, I, 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 I often find, you know, more new like books or movies or things like that whenever you meet someone new because you're like okay well if they like this certain set of things and I then I trust their taste on maybe this other thing I never heard about so uh so yeah definitely it's a it's a big part of yeah. a big part of those developing um well man I uh I think this is good do you have any you know I'm a do you have any other closing thoughts about, I I do have a closing thought not about friendship but the my the, the crack research team over here that is me Googling things on my phone okay. uh, has identified, uh, and I, I, first of all, Kenny, let me just say, I am aware that the editorial you read in the Anchorage paper was A, probably poking fun, and B, a little bit ridiculous just in general. Mm-hmm. But this whole 12-lane highway thing <laughs> has really been stuck in my head. And here's the irony after doing a little bit of research. Okay. The busiest and widest highway in all of North America is in Canada. Ontario Highway 401, which has been expanded to 18 lanes. Uh, the, I can't picture a highway... At 18 lanes, and he's 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 calling out the lower 48, and I'm like, no, pal, go to Toronto. You know what I mean? You know what? Well, after I looked at, this up, uh, what the, the the minute you said 12 lane high, <laughs> I Google because well, and for, I I was legitimately curious to see if such a thing existed, and apparently it does because this is an 18 lane highway, which is just absurd. You said in Ontario, like by Toronto. Yeah, it goes through Toronto. It carries 400,000 vehicles a day. Well, there you go. Two fr- <laughs> at, the, at the Two Friends Institute, there is no dumb editorial fact that we won't check. We will verify <laughs> all your outlandish claims. <laughs> yeah. Uh, Next. If, so if anybody listening has ever been on the 401 in Ontario, let us know what it's like. Send me a picture. Next week. I would we'll- love- oh, my gosh. I'm, pull- I'm sorry. I'm pulling up pictures. Kenny, it's just insane. I'm going to send you this picture. <laughs> I know I'm wildly off topic. It's, but it's, to get it's, back to the podcast at hand, I have enjoyed our conversation immensely. I love this podcast. I love – I sound like Donald Trump. It's going to be huge. It's going to be great. I love it. I have many friends. Many friends tell me I'm the best friend. Uh, no, but I, I do enjoy talking with you always, and I, I think it's going to be fun. I think talking about friendship, like I said at the start – is something we don't do enough of today. I am excited. 
uh, we've got like like Kenny pulled the curtain back a little bit earlier. We've got a few uh, two friend uh, a few uh, friendship and uh, podcasts that you can listen to, and then we're gonna make this a weekly thing, right, Bud? Yeah, yeah, definitely. I mean, that's that's the goal is to hopefully um, keep up to date, and then hopefully bring in some guests from time to time if it seems like we uh. Um, yeah. If it, if it seems like one of us one of us will be out, uh, that way we can we can keep things up to date. So there's a few ways to contact us, which we're gonna have up and ready by the time uh, by the time you hear this, hopefully. Well, I know some of these are up. So um, friendshipand.wordpress.com is where you're gonna be able to find a uh, you know a, a full archive of all of our past episodes. So that's friendship and the and is spelled out. It's not just the ampersand. Dot wordpress.com. Uh, on our SoundCloud, we are going to uh, we're going to keep up the uh, some of the most recent episodes. Um, there's a there's some limits there, so we can't necessarily keep all of them up. Um, and our SoundCloud profile is Malcolm. If you'll keep them entertained, I can tell him once this loads because I can never remember. Oh, okay, I got it. It's just SoundCloud.com/slash/friendshipand and once again spelled out. Um, and then you can get some of the most recent episodes. Will be will be up there. Uh, anything else I'm missing? Malcolm? Uh, did you mention Twitter at two friends podcast? Uh, Twitter at two friends podcast. And then, uh, and then we have a Gmail too. Uh, once again, I don't, I don't remember what that is, but it will be, it's, I'll, I'll tell you later. Yeah. <laughs> it will be right. Sure. Uh, we're trying, so we're trying oh, to I have one more. I have one more. Oh man. It up right now. I have one more to tell everyone about as far as, uh, getting to getting connected with us. You can also find us on Facebook. Look for uh, it's just at two friends on Facebook. The number two friends. And if you find a two friends like DJ group that has like thousands of likes, that's not us. <laughs> no. You want the imposter. You want the very Imposters. small two friends. That's not. Yeah. Don't don't be don't be fooled by. More successful imitations. Facebook.com <laughs> slash the number two friends. And I really hope that that pop group tries to buy this Facebook URL from us and we do not sell. Oh, I would sell out in a heartbeat. Like it would take like, oh it would take like $500 and I'd be, they could have, they could have it. Definitely. Yeah. <laughs> I, so I, find I, us on there as well. That's where you can, uh, you can, you'll probably hate me saying this, Kenny, but. We'll post the link to the podcast there, but you can also maybe find some old school Two Friends music if you. Oh yeah, dig it up. No, I'm not ashamed. Listen to listen to some listen to some songs about friendship. Do it. All right, um, all right, Malcolm. I think this is a good fake first podcast. What do you think? (laughs) It sounds great to me. I love it. Wow, this is all so new to us. I can't believe we just did that. Wow. I love how earlier before we go. I love how earlier you said I'm working out the equipment. And you and I both know what the equipment is. <laughs> it's my equipment laptop. is just we each have a laptop. <laughs> it's That's my laptop. Equipment. My my the, yeah, the equipment I wasn't working out like like I hope you had a vision of like a mixer board and like I like a yeah. nice a We're nice not like mic. Studio. Don't be <laughs> don't be fooled by the production quality the, here. The, the, not a studio in Burbank. My 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 problem was really I checked the wrong box on the program. <laughs> like that was that was my that was my big malfunction that I am recovering. The technology from. problem. <laughs> yeah, what is all this? <laughs> Love. Yeah. <laughs> All right. Well, uh, okay. So check us out on one of those 50 places. And yeah. uh, thank you for listening to Friendship and Number One. Malcolm, we'll do this next week. Sounds good. Bye, bud. Bye, Malcolm. <laughs>